FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining us now on the line is Craig Lambinen, who is the owner and manager of Medic 8, which is a film event corporate medical rescue and safety officer standby company. And Craig is also a spokesperson for the National Sea Rescue Institute, the NSRI. Craig, very good afternoon to you and welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. And uh, everything of the best for 2023. Happy New Year and everything of the best to you and everyone in your team. Thankful to you as well. Great, Craig. Um, okay, so what we are going to be focusing on now is uh, the NSRI having warned beachgoers to be aware of full moon spring tide. So I'm going to throw it out to you. What exactly is a full moon spring tide? Yeah, so um, e- every month you get a full moon and a new moon. During the full moon and the new moon, you get the spring tide, which normally happens twice a month. When you have a blue moon, that's when uh, you have two full moons in one month, then you normally have the full moon and new moon uh, three times a month. Uh, and that brings the spring tide, which is really as the moon uh, grows in size or reduces in size, it has a magnetic effect on the Earth's surface. Um, in this particular case, it's a micro-moon, meaning that uh, the moon will be furthest in its position that is furthest from the Earth uh, in its uh, full moon phase. So normally a few days leading up to the full moon, once the full moon actually peaks, and then a few days after the full moon, you get something called a spring tide, which is the, the, the ocean surface arises and subsides greater than normal during when it isn't a full or a new moon. Um, and that is an effect on our beaches. You'll see the high tide will come up higher than normal, and it will retreat to lower than normal during that phase. From today, bathers will already notice that the high tide has come up a little bit higher than it came up yesterday. And this is going to grow in intensity until the 6th of this, of, of January, when it's the peak of the full moon. And then you'll see that the, the high tide, the two high tides today and two low tides today, mm-hmm. you'll see the two high tides are going to be much higher than they normally are. So if you normally go to a place on the beach and you put your towel down, you might find on the 6th of December or, or leading up to the 6th of December that your place where you've been sitting for the last few, for the last week or two is now going to be flooded by water at high tide. No difference to anglers fishing along the shoreline. If they don't know about this phenomenon, they'll think, but how can I be sitting there fishing on, on, from those rocks for the last two weeks? And now suddenly where I'm fishing is engulfed by water. And so it really, uh, the sea is a wild environment. So we have appeal to the public to find out as much as possible about this sea, these types of phenomenon, and then to have safety top of mind when you approach an area like the sea. But I suppose that also goes for inland waters because inland waters all have their own um, uh, dynamics. And so even on inland waters, always have a safety conscious mindset in and around water. Right. So, Craig, okay, um, so that's the full moon spring tide. If we can break this down a bit more, how is this different? How does this compare to other tidal formations? So, I mean, during, during a normal tide, when it's not a spring tide, the, tide uh, the, the difference between the high tide and the low tide is relatively narrow. During the spring tide, so that's three or four days leading up to the peak and three or four days after the peak, especially leading up to the peak, the... the um, the uh, difference between the high tide and low tide becomes much broader as the high tide comes up much higher than normal mm-hmm. and retreats to much lower than normal. This does, ha- however, 
have an effect on rip currents. The rip currents are naturally forming uh, rivers of water that as the waves reach the beach, the water has to find a way to get back out into the ocean again. It does that by forming a rip current. Rip currents form at different places constantly throughout the day. Unless it's next to an island or at a river mouth where you generally get rip currents that are constantly in that same place. But when you're at a beach, you'll notice the lifeguards have posted their regular flags at one point, and sometime during the day, they'll move their flags and ask the public to move to the new safety location zone. That's because although it was earlier there were no rip currents where they, where they set up their flags, now, now rip currents have actually formed in that area, and they've now moved their flags away from those rip currents and asked the public to move with them. And rip currents remain the greatest cause of drowning around our coastline. Mm-hmm. But as we always say, there are um, uh, uh, more drowning inland than there are on coastal waters. Um, so we just constantly appeal to people to have a safety conscious m- mindset around water generally. Yes. But at this time of the year, we normally have a lot of more people going to the beach because of vacation and because of summer. Craig, okay, so we have focused mainly on tides and the dangers behind them and what one is to be cautious about. Um, what, what other advice would you give to uh, beachgoers and uh, sea lovers? What else should one be aware of? What else should one look out for? What should one so, be mindful of uh, besides so, currents, so, so besides so tides, so rather? We, we, we appeal to parents to ensure that their children have responsible adult supervision in and around water. We've gone so far as to appeal to parents to take half an hour stretches where you, the, the designated safety officer, watching over the children while they're swimming. And after half an hour, in, in that half an hour, don't be distracted by your cell phone. Don't be distracted by talk around the, the um, uh, um, uh, beach or maybe the lunch table or the bride. Uh, don't be distracted while you're watching the children while they're swimming. And after half an hour, you hand over the responsibility to the next adult. The purpose of that is that drowning is a silent affair. If a person drowns, they literally slip underwater unannounced. They're just trying to keep their head above water, and before you know it, they've slipped underwater. Very often you hear the the phenomena where people say, the next thing I notice, my child is lying at the bottom of the pool, and and that is Mm -hmm. because of that phenomenon. So the designated safety officer needs to actually watch the children. It might be a responsible adult or a friend or um, uh, other adults in amongst your group. But the purpose of that is that it's to ensure children's safety. So sure. generally speaking for everybody, knowing that drift currents are a, a, the greatest cause of drowning around our coast, and we obviously advise people to swim at beaches where we last was on beaches because that's what they're looking out for. But if you find yourself in a place where you, there were no lifeguards, and you suddenly realized that you, although you're in the water, you, the last wave that came over you, you jumped up and to keep your head above the water, and now you're physically floating in the water, which you thought earlier, but I'd be standing on the beach, and suddenly you find yourself being swept out to sea faster than you can swim back to shore. That means that you're caught in a rip current. At that moment, don't panic. Simply stay afloat using the air in your lungs as natural flotation, moving your arms and legs in circular movements, which is treading water. Don't panic. As difficult as it sounds, let the current take you out to sea. Don't try to fight against it. You'll only tie yourself up. Obviously, shout for help. The people on the beach can alert the lifeguards if they're to the left or to the right, or they can find the NSRI. And, and, and then at your first opportunity, swim parallel to the beachfront and be free of the rip current, and then use the incoming waves to get back to shore. 
But that whole process does take some time. The whole key thing there is don't panic and stay afloat.